1: People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh, like artist Priscilla.
2: This smells like houses in the Hampton Champagne toast down in Brazil. Smells like anything you
3: think could
2: happen, probably will.
1: Explore the new Glade Fresh collection today. Hi, I'm Anna Marie Cox, and welcome to a special bonus episode of With Friends Like These. This is the second in a two part special celebration um, and examination of Hillary Clinton. And it is also a kind of response to the show I did a while back where I went to a Trump rally and interviewed supporters standing in line waiting to hear from Trump. For this episode, I went to Chicago and interviewed people standing in line waiting to hear from Hillary. It was very cold, and we were outside, underneath the L tracks. People started lining up, hmm, I'd say, two or three hours before Hillary got there. They were just as devoted as any Trump fan, and they just aren't getting as much attention as all those Trump voters out there, those endless profiles and think pieces we see. So I wanted to hear from them. I wanted to ask them the same questions that people have been asking Trump supporters why do you support this person what has supporting this person done for you and your relationships the answers I got aren't going to shock you but I think they're worth hearing because they're just as genuine just as important as the opinions of any Trump supporter out there and they're not nearly as mysterious. And literally, there are more Hillary supporters than Trump supporters. So figuring out what they want and what this past year has been like for them seems like a, you know, worthwhile project to me. So Hillary Clinton and her fans coming right up.
4: Name and where you're from. Alka Nelson from Porter, Indiana. Valerie Thomas from
5: Chicago.
1: Okay. And uh what, what what brings you here tonight? Like why tonight when it's so cold and you didn't have to come and it's, it's hill. Hillary It's hill. I <laughs> oh, see the hill. Absolutely. <laughs> um,
5: what made you a Hillary supporter? I'm sorry say that. What again? made you a Hillary supporter? Uh, I support her because I think she's a really smart lady, and if anybody was smart enough and equipped enough already to be president, there was nobody else but her. How how could she not be equipped? All that she's done, all that she's accomplished. I mean, really, she was president when Bill was president.
1: I hear that a lot here. And what about you? What, what made you a Hillary fan?
4: I just think that out of the field of candidates, she definitely was best able to be president. And I still feel like she is president. She should have been.
1: Yeah. Um, is there something in particular that you like about her or something that drew you
4: towards her? I think she's really smart. Very smart. And I think she's pretty honest. Uh, Incredibly honest, I should say. Incredibly honest. Even to her own harm, yeah.
5: Yes, I agree with the honest part. I mean, I, I appreciate and the, the way she didn't feel bad about sticking by her husband, even though people felt like she shouldn't have. But that's what marriage is about. Not just when everything is rosy and great. It's when it's bad, too.
1: So what has this the time since the election? Um, how is that felt for you?
5: Depressing. I mean, it's It's scary like where we are and where we're going to go from here. It's a little unnerving. (laughs) I've had
4: cancer for four years, and this is more stressful than cancer. (laughs) Absolutely true. (laughs) Wow. Wow.
1: Um, When you look at Hillary and and what's happened since then, um, what do you feel like um, you're, you're drawing from that? What do you feel like? Is, is, is she helping people by being out here and continuing to and writing
4: the book and doing this tour? Absolutely. I listened to the book and listening to it gave me encouragement for the first time in a while that we can maybe turn this around. And, um, you know, I think. After today. <laughs> and I think it would have been a lot harder for everybody if she went and bunkered down and just never popped around again. Because she's still got a lot to offer a lot of direction and a lot of intelligence to share and women really need her especially young women you know i felt sorry for the young girls
5: i agree i'm agree i agree i totally agree i think you know just her resilience is an example of you know hey you don't have to roll up and die and hide in the house because you didn't win i mean it's a it's a it's a process it's part of life <laughs> She did win.
1: You know, a lot of people have had relationships, have been impacted by politics
4: these past couple years. Has that happened? Oh, mine is. Definitely. Definitely. I have to tell him to shut up all the time, and I never told him to shut up before. Oh, is is your husband a a Trump supporter? Uh, No, not at all. He just uh, isn't quite as left as I am, and sometimes it's very (laughs) annoying. He's just not woke. Yeah, no yeah. But he's definitely not a Trump supporter, no. We wouldn't be living together because I think that it it's a it's a deep down bad, bad quality that's in your soul and in your heart if you support Trump and I can't I can't live with someone who
5: would do that.
1: About you any relationships affected by politics?
5: Uh no. But I, I have very close friends that it has affected. A former co-worker of mine doesn't speak to three of her siblings. It's five of them and is having a hard time dealing with her dad because he was a supporter and her dad is on Medicaid. And, you know, trying to get him to understand how that affects him, it, 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 it's, it's been very tough in their family. And I, I feel bad for her because, you know... They've been separated from each other for about a year now, almost. (laughs)
1: Almost exactly a year. Um, So what are your
4: hopes for the future? Well, that Trump is gone as soon as possible. And there's a hurricane and it takes away Pence and Ryan. (laughs) Come on, if we're going to have to have these global disasters, who who could, who could science better take its revenge on than the deniers? Come on, it's only fair.
1: If you could sit down with Hillary and uh, talk with her, what what would you say?
5: Uh, that's a good, good question. I would tell her to get out there and try to rally the troops, get our base back together, try to get the Democrats focused on what's important and what their core values are to get the word out so we can get some good quality candidates out there. I would just say
4: thank you. She's owed a big thank you from all of us. First of all, where did you come from tonight? And your
1: name?
3: Belle Jones from Crystal Lake. Sharon Jones, Crystal Lake.
1: What brought you here tonight? Like, why Hillary? Why tonight?
6: I needed to hear from her because I feel sort of wounded having lived through. We went to the Javits Center on election night, and we were just destroyed emotionally. Uh, We marched on Washington on on, uh, Inauguration Day. And uh, with the women's movement, we felt a little healing, but I need to hear it from her. Um, We bought her book on audio so I could hear her say it. And, um, I mean, I know what happened. We were there on the Javits Center, and she she said, it's Russia. Yeah. You know, it's Russia.
3: You said that then? Yes, yeah. I did. I said, it's it's Russia. In
6: the Javits Center, because it, you know, we, we were watching this stuff happen, and we were watching it unfold. We went out to Las Vegas for the caucus and the primary, and Bernie was doing well. And when we got there and we were in it, we noticed these alleged Bernie voters were actually Republicans... Playing, you know, playing Bernie voters. And, and so there was this, this kind of covert effort to, un, to just undo her effort. So we just tried harder, you know, and so we were really invested in, in this thing. You know, I, we're big into female history, women's history, and, and uh, we just thought it was going to be that one time in our life that we got to see history unfold. And we were devastated. So I just, uh, I guess it's part of healing.
3: And I think the Women's March was part of the healing process for us, that coming together and just the sisterhood and, and it really was...
6: Uh, it could, made us feel yeah. like we weren't alone. Yeah. And I mean, I started to feel like I wasn't so patriotic. I felt like I'm not proud to be an American right now if this is who we are. And uh, the Women's March helped me heal through that because I realized we outnumber them even though we lost.
3: And I think it was a sign that there's more good in the world than there is bad, you know? And so it, it kind of, I think it was healing. So what drew you to Hillary? Like, when did you become a fan
1: or how did you become a fan? In
6: eight. even though I love Barack Obama, I wrote in Hillary Clinton. Because to me, from, from when Bill was president, she was kind of running things. And I liked the way things went with her. She just, she knows her stuff. And if you clear away all the things people try to do and say about her and you really look at what she can accomplish, she's an amazing, brilliant woman. So,
3: It's a shame. It's it's our loss. But for me, she will always be my president. She always will be 45. For the podcast audience, will you please describe your
6: jersey. So I bought a Chicago Cubs jersey knowing that they were going to win the World Series and I put Clinton 45 on the back because I knew she was going to be our president. I had no
1: doubt. What did it- That is, of the two of those, it was the Cubs winning the World Series that was the riskier bet, probably, so... Clinton (laughs) winning than the Cubs? You know what, that's the question I should ask everybody. If you could do it all over again, would it be Cubs or Hillary? Hillary. Uh,
6: Hillary, For sure. (laughs) And I feel bad that, you know, because I come from generations of Cub fans.
3: I don't know the exact... So, the Cubs won, what, 108 years ago? So yeah, I'm I'm glad that they won, but w- women have not obtained the presidential office for 200 years right. forever,
1: forever, forever. forever. For, Oh yeah, forever. that's right, forever. We're still working <laughs> on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about so it hasn't even been like 108 years. Like I, I mean, if we had won 108 years ago, if maybe it probably would yeah, yeah. be different. Right, right, right. <laughs> True. So, so that's what I'm trying to say. And,
3: um, but what about you? Like, what? Uh, how did you become a Hillary fan slash supporter? It's the same thing. I think she's a powerful woman, and it's a shame that if you looked at her resume, removed her name, re- removed her name, and put, you know, John Smith on that resume, people would think that would be a wonderful candidate. Would have no qualms about her, uh, the person. But yet, because it's Hillary Clinton, she's held to such a high standard, it's unfair, you know. But uh, I think she's brilliant. She would have done great things for this country. She would have uni- unified us and, and um, gave equality to everyone, you know, Val and I, because um, we're a married, you know, lesbian couple. It, we, there's a lot on the line for us in this current administration, that there's a lot of unknowns, you know. Will we... You know, have benefits, share benefits. You know, next month or next year. You know, so it, it's scary.
6: With all the things that we know Trump did and said to women, uh, for him to win was like having a having him spit in our face. And I literally said the night of the election, it's like you know we were are chanting love Trumps hate all this time, and and I'm to swallow the fact that hate Trumps love. At the end of the day, that's just not right. You know, there's something really wrong with it. It's as if um, Russia intervened and changed what should have been history. And it's just, it's too hard to swallow.
1: You know, a lot of
3: people have had relationships affected by politics in the past couple of years. Okay, so um, I am the only Democrat in my family. Uh, My sister uh, and I, we were very close before the election. And um, now we don't even talk. Uh, we don't celebrate holidays together or anything, and and the reason why she doesn't understand is a vote for Trump speaks volumes about your character and what you're able to accept and and, and you know swallow and and say it's okay for you know women to be abused or um, minorities to be you know you know I don't know belittled and and uh, immigrants we're all immigrants to this country unless you're Native American you're an immigrant, and we're immigrants, you know, I'm only second generation, and so I don't get when my sister's like, keep the refugees out, but yet she goes to church every Sunday, or, you know, I'm better because I'm in this zip code, and these people are in that zip code, and, and, and you need to, you know, I, it's just, it's so hard to even put into words, um, that, that's where I'm at. So. The
6: separation of moral values yeah. has been identified, now we know who they are. And they could be family members, but now we know. You know, how they're wired, what their character looks like.
1: If you could speak with Hillary, what would you say or ask?
6: I totally thought about this question.
1: <laughs> you have? Okay, okay, great.
6: You never know when you might just get the chance. you got to be pre- prepared for this. Um, I honestly want her to know that although she didn't win, she she altered history. She has done as much or more than Alice Paul and and all the women in history. She's she's just altered the course of our power, even though it's not a win, sometimes a loss is more powerful. And I want her to know that. I don't want her to feel defeated at all.
3: I think I would say, you know what, Hillary, you won, and you will always be my president. You will always be number 45 for me. And that's really how I feel. Uh, We have an illegitimate... President. Well, I don't even want to use that word for uh, Cheadleini, but um, the man in the in the Oval Office—it's really her her place—and it was stolen. I, I will always believe that to my dying days.
7: My name is Jessamine, and I am 12 years old. And and this young person? My name is Benan, and I'm eight
1: and a half. And so did you wanna to come tonight? Are you excited?
7: Yeah, I'm excited. We finally get to meet the first woman who was going for president. Right.
1: Who nominee first nominee first female nominee of a major party.
7: Yeah. So did you follow the election closely? Well, I saw well we went we went to the little brothers trying to trying to sell you out here. We went to the women's march and it was really fun. And yeah, I've seen I've seen on news and stuff like that about Hillary, she's a really nice woman. I didn't go. I didn't go to the march. Yes, wait. Did, uh, wait. No, didn't go. But you went
1: to the women's march, and did you did you take her? I did. All right. And did uh, what did you tell her you were or were the reason you were going?
2: Um, we were mainly going to support women's issues and to support Hillary, and to voice our discontents about what
7: had happened.
1: Uh, did you know why? You, did you know why you were going to the Women's March?
7: Yeah, she told me about all that stuff and about how we're supporting Hillary and about how we're supporting women and their rights. And uh, you, mom, yes?
2: What's your name? Jennifer.
1: And uh, what? Uh, how long have you been a Hillary supporter?
2: Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't know. I've known about her ever since I was in my 20s. I, I just have always had a positive opinion, but... It really came to the forefront with the election.
1: Right. What makes you a Hillary supporter? Like, what what's, what
2: drew you to her? I am drawn to her as a Democrat because of the issues that she supports. Um, so that's the main thing. But I also wanted to get behind our, our first female running for presidential office.
1: And what did you tell uh, jessamine Is that it? So uh, when you explained to her what was happening in the election, I'm curious... How did you explain it?
2: Well, you know, I didn't have to do a whole lot because her school did um, ask her to do research projects um, examining all the candidates. And it kind of spoke for itself. When we got online to look up issues, it was very clear what Hillary's issues were from her website and the stances that she took. And when we were also looking for um, President Trump's viewpoints, we often couldn't find them. So uh, that alone to her, I think, said something.
1: Um, what do you? What, uh, so you had to choose for yourselves. Your, your
7: school asked you to make a choice about the candidates for yourself. Well, we did research on all of them. And wait, so when you say that, what do you mean? I mean, did you choose the candidate that you wanted to support? Well,
2: their their father is a Republican and supports <laughs> President Trump, and their mother is Democratic and supports Clinton. So they've heard both sides. Oh and my
1: goodness made gracious! Their choices, yes. So. Um, how is that going?
2: We're divorced. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, and that 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 probably plays into some of our larger problems. <laughs>
8: okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well,
1: that answers that question, right? Um,
2: very fundamental differences. Yeah.
1: Yes. See, I was gonna see. My husband was a Republican, and this election changed him into a Democrat, but we're still together. Yes. So it worked out that way. I was going to ask though, if, you know, a lot of people's relationships have been impacted by politics these past couple years. Is that the main example for you or?
2: We, we were divorced prior to the election, but I would say in terms of people that I choose to date, absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. That's one of the first things. It's weird to ask about politics, but I look at it as a, a fundamental worldview. Yeah. And if, if I think we are very divided and we are very polarized, but it tells you a lot about what somebody supports. Uh,
1: what did your husband think about you taking her to the Women's March? The
2: Women's March, he was he was uh, very worried about violence, and he thought he was very afraid of what it was going to be. Uh, he did not support us going.
7: Reaction. Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. We went into groups. We heard cheers. There was so much to do there and so many things to learn. It was just a great experience. From both sides, right?
2: we It was a town full of um, people for the Women's March, but also uh, the Trump inauguration celebrations were happening. So we kind of saw it all.
1: Do you,
7: do you talk to your dad about politics? Uh, yes, we've yeah when it comes up we kind of get into arguments and stuff yeah what's, what's the hot button issue um about when he says that trump is good and that hillary does bad stuff and i'm like dad look at the real news not the fake stuff do you tell him that he's watching fake news uh yeah, and he says, "Look, Jess, we both have our own beliefs, and you have to respect that belief." And I'm like, "Dad, you're listening to a uh, to a broadcast or some news thing right now on on the car that's talking about how Hillary is bad and Trump is awesome. Like, how's that respecting beliefs?" <laughs> and then there's the whole thing about their
1: beliefs, and then there are facts, right? Yeah. And I think sometimes do you, do you talk about that with your dad about beliefs versus facts? Yeah. What's your favorite?
7: Do you do you uh, follow the news on any particular channel or any newspapers? Uh, no. It's just when it pops up, I usually see it. My dad had some news stuff on about Trump and Hillary and their talkings before, so that's pretty much how I've seen it. But sometimes I see it. I mean, what do you do? You read the newspapers or do you watch watch the news? No, no,
2: we don't. We we don't have that. No. Well, I, I try not to make it too much of an issue in the house, um, okay. except to teach lessons here and there, and I don't want them to get bogged down in the negativity. There's too much of it.
8: Uh, what's your name? My name is Dr. Ramsey Ellis. And you're from Hinsdale, Illinois. Are you here from there? or Are you from Chicago? Uh, I'm here from there, but it's a it's Chicagoland. Oh, Hins land, Okay. Um.
1: Uh, first of all, um, how did you become a Hillary Clinton supporter?
8: I first met Hillary Clinton in nineteen ninety two at Colby College when he, she was campaigning for Bill Clinton, and I was immediately a fan. Immediate, immediate fan. Immediate fan. She had poise, intelligence, and um, she just was very down to earth. So you've been through a lot. With her as a fan I've been a fan a long time Well, just saying that there's been a lot of ups and downs There has been a lot of ups and downs That is a true statement yeah. I mostly identify with her because I'm a surgeon And there's a tremendous amount of misogyny in my field And I see a lot of her experience reflected yes. in what I've encountered
1: Really? Yes Like, like what, what's a one parallel?
8: just the double standard around when I walk into a room to see a patient, I'm often assumed to be a nurse and not the doctor. Um, and and or my name is Ramsey Ellis. And so they assume it's a man. And when I walk in, they go, oh, it's a lady doctor. And so I've seen in surgery a tremendous amount of, I mean, even some sort of subconscious bias against women. And I saw that reflected in how she's been treated over the past 30 to 40 years. So, You've been through a lot up and down, but this must be the the
1: down the downest down.
8: No, not at all. Oh, well, oh, really? No, I mean, I would take my cue from her, which is, where do we go from here? Um, what is—she lost an election. She didn't—and um, that happens. And so the question is not, will we dwell on this negative, but will what will we look forward to? What will we take that energy and that grief and make into something positive?
1: So, this isn't the, you wouldn't say this is the nadir of of your experience with her?
8: No, not at all. Was there some time that you felt worse? I felt worse November 8th. Oh, I meant like. Oh, that in particular, (laughs) yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would say that the evening of the election, I went to bed and I told my husband, wake me up if something good happens. And I spent that week really. Sleep. Yeah, digging deep about, you know, I have an eight year old and an 11 year old son. And it was really about, okay, what are you going to do to dig deep and try to be part of the solution, not part of the problem? How do
1: you talk to your... You have two sons, you said? I have two sons. And the 11-year-old?
8: Yeah. Uh, is, Henry. Henry. Is he old enough to, to see what's happening in the world? He is. We talk a lot about how to have respect for other people and how we don't feel that our current president does not display the types of values of kindness, uh, respect, respect, careful listening that we would expect him to show in the world with other people, even people who disagree with him. And um, he's actually a big Hillary Clinton fan himself. And uh, I took him and his brother and two of his cousins to see Hillary when she was on the campaign trail and to really observe democracy in process and um, in all of its beautiful ugliness and imperfection. Um and so last year was really an important year for us in starting to really discuss more and more um the world in which we live and what we need to do to make it a better place. You know a lot of people
1: have had their relationships be impacted by politics these past couple of years has has anything significant happened to your relationships because of politics?
8: My world has expanded dramatically due to politics. Um I found that when I was able to really connect with people across deeply shared values um, and come sort of out of, quote, a little bit of a closet as a progressive in in the area that I live in, which is more conservative, that I really developed friendships and new horizons that I never expected. And, And so the silver lining for me is that I've been able to increase my civic engagement, my political engagement, and my circle of friends and allies, and it has been the one gift and silver lining of what was a terrible election result from my perspective. So if you
1: could meet Hillary, sit down with Hillary, what would you say
8: or ask her? I would say thank you for daring to compete. And that is um in her run up to senate in New York, she met a basketball player Uh, And she was on stage, and it was about, the theme was daring to compete. And as Hillary Clinton walked up to the podium to begin to speak, this basketball player whispered into her ear, "I must have been Mrs. Clinton, dare to compete. And I think we can all take that to heart. Uh, And that would just be my message, to thank her for, for daring to compete, for being the warrior in the arena. Teddy Roosevelt has a very famous quote, which I will not get right but it is not the critic who matters. It is the warrior in the arena with the blood and sweat on their face. And I think kudos to Hillary Clinton because she is that warrior in the arena with all of the scars, and and I love her for her imperfection and for her mistakes as much as I love her for all of her successes.
1: Thanks to all the women that spoke with me last month in Chicago, sharing with me their thoughts on Hillary Clinton, the 2016 election, and how politics has shaped their relationships in the past year. The voices you heard in this episode included Alicia Nelson, Valerie Thomas, Gail, and Sharon Jones, Jasmine, Ben, and Dr. Ramsey Ellis. I didn't get everyone's name, and I apologize for that. Thank you.
0: Tune in next week. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt, At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New Miracle-Gro organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. Miracle-Gro is simply the best.
7: Reynolds Wrap. Reynolds Wrap. Potato wedges. Wedges. Olive oil. Salt.
5: Mwah. Well done, hon.
7: Well done, chef.
5: Right. With Reynolds Wrap, cooking becomes so easy, you can feel like the chef of your kitchen. Easy prep, easy cook, easy clean. Reynolds Wrap.